Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. This is the uh, week of today's Wednesday, February the 17th, and I'm very excited to tell you that I've got some amazing guests this week. Hip-hop legends, naughty by nature. All three, Tretch, Vinrock, DJ KG, uh, they're with us this week, and um, I couldn't be more excited and more proud and and happy to have had a chance to to talk with those guys. Um, I've been a big fan for a long time, and and just the the long reach footprint that they've had on just on hip hop and pop culture alone. Uh, who doesn't know Hip Hop Parade? Who doesn't know OPP? I think that though each of those have already have like eleven million something views on. Um, on YouTube and, uh, and of course, you know, millions of records sold and Grammys and all that. Uh, they're actually out on tour right now, celebrating 25 years uh, in the rap game uh, or in the music business. And so, we're going to celebrate them this week as well and uh, play some new stuff from them. Talk a little bit about what they've got going on. They have a lot coming up uh, about their tour. Uh, they have got a great Kickstarter campaign to fund a new record, and we're going to get into all that uh, here in just a little bit. Wanted to go ahead and touch upon uh, some some current events uh, also that's, that's happened this week. Whatever is it? Uh, it seems like every day, man, uh, just more and more people that I loved in, uh, back in the eighties or or beyond are passing. Um, to know me or know anything about this show would to know how much I love Prince and uh, one of Prince's. Probably most most popular or most most recognizable proteges was a girl named Vanity, um, and you might remember. Uh, of course, you remember she had a huge hit uh, in '82 uh, called "Nasty Girl" uh, for an album that Prince wrote that became the album Vanity Six. Uh, some people may not know this. She actually was. If you've ever seen Purple Rain, she was actually originally going to play the love interest. She was Prince's girlfriend at the time. Anyway, she's she's passed away at age fifty seven after uh, uh, a long battle with uh, she had some kidney issues. Uh, she kind of fell off there uh, and kind of got into drugs. And um, I know that she had hooked up with uh, with Nikki Six from Motley Crue for a while during the height of 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 their Bacchanalian uh, girls 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 tour. Um, for me, as an eighties kid, that's where my world collided because my two favorite things in the world were were Prince and Motley Crue. And they were, uh, so now that they were swapping girlfriends, that was kind of an interesting thing for me. And my uh, second ever concert ever was the Girls, Girls, Girls Tour, which uh, my young, very young self at the time was had no idea. Uh, but at the time, that was uh, some crazy craziness was going on. And if you ever ever want to know more about that, Nikki Six has a documents a book called, called The Heroin Diaries where it's specifically about that tour for the most part is that was at the height of, 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 of his drug uh, abuse and, and all that. But anyway, um, but for vanity, uh, gosh, I have such great memories of her and, you know, and with, with Prince and, and I still listen to that record all the time, the vanity six album. It's so funny. And um, a lot of people don't know why they were called vanity six, because there was only her and two other girls in the, in the group. But uh Others will, will tell you, of course, will know that Prince called them that because amongst the three of them, six was how many breasts they had, <laughs> uh, which would come as no shock to a uh, shock is to, to, to no one uh, of Prince. And of course, um, but yeah, I'm very sad, sad to see to see the hair that she had had gone and, and 
uh, gone way too soon and everything else. So uh, rest in peace to Vanity. And you know, we're uh, I'm going to play some some stuff from that album uh, today as well. Uh, somebody else was um, if you ever watched Punky Brewster, uh, George Gaines, the uh, the uh, the dad who had that really awesome, unique speaking voice. Um, you, you might also remember the the Police Academy movies. I think there was like seven or eight of them, and he was uh, he was Commandant Lassard. And he again had that great kind of um, almost in the vein of like airplane or or um, police squad in a sense that very um, absent-minded thing. Had a, it's just an amazing speaking voice. Uh, my uh, lifelong oldest friend uh, Chris Todd. I want to give a shout out to him. He uh, does the best George Gaines uh, impression ever, and he would. Uh, <laughs> one of his favorite things is to sneak up behind me and. and I can't do it as well as he can. I wish he was here to do it. Uh, but he uh, uh, he would come up behind me and he'd go, oh, punky, <laughs> like spot on. Uh, speaking of co-host, um, uh, my co-host uh, Jessica Rabbit is out sick this week. So uh, we're hoping she gets feeling a little bit better and everything else. So, Jessica, we're, uh, we're thinking about you and wishing you were here with us this week. Uh uh, so much going on. I don't know if you guys saw the Grammys uh, this week, but that was uh, that was really, really, really interesting. And I was glad to see that um, a lot of the people, um, speaking of people that we lost last year, uh, were to get some recognition and, and were remembered. I, um, I I think that Dave Grohl, because they were talking about you know Lindy from Motorhead, of course, who was a longtime idol of mine and somebody that I, I was friendly with the last few years of his life and. Uh, but also, you know, Phil Taylor, the filthy animal Taylor, the, uh, the, the original drummer for Motorhead also passed away last year and, um, big props to Dave Grohl for, um, for reminding the Academy and, and the people watching, uh, also about Phil Taylor. Uh, it's always tough because every time, you know, these things happen, uh, it's always, you know, it kind of informs you of just how clueless, the Grammys are and, you know, and there's this whole kind of debate, you know, with who should go in and out of the rock and roll hall of fame. And, and then like when people pass and stuff and they're not recognized on the Grammys and it's, I can understand people's anger about that sort of thing, but you're asking a organization that only pays attention to current money makers uh, to have their finger on the pulse of, you know, somebody that a niche you know, genre, uh, worship. And, uh, I don't think it's right. I'm not defending it. Trust me. Um, and I'm not even saying that I even understand it, but I just, uh, I don't expect those things from those people. Their, their art is to make money and to reward those who make the most. And that's pretty much what those shows are about. Uh, so if we get anything beyond that, like honoring, uh, you know, real artists like Lemmy and, and unfortunately, you know, we lost BB King last year and, uh, Natalie Cole, and you know, I, I don't want to get into a list because then people will say, "Well, you forgot to mention so and so and so and so." And but I would be uh, bereft, of course, if I didn't mention uh, David Bowie. What a just just talking about David Bowie in a past tense. Uh, it just doesn't it doesn't even sound like I'm you know I, I've never lived in a world without David Bowie, and I certainly don't want to start. So, but Lady Gaga did an amazing an amazing tribute. So if you haven't seen that, um, definitely check that out. But again, like I said this week, man, naughty by nature. So we're going to be talking a lot about 
not just past hip hop, but, you know, current. I mean, those guys are just as relevant now as they were then. Um, they have a great, great new song called God Is Us. There's a great video with it um, with uh, featuring Queen Latifah. And I'm going to be playing that here in a little bit later as well. Uh, also, um, you know, I just I always think about Yo MTV Raps, which was for a lot of people um, an introduction to hip hop. I was able to uh, be exposed and experience hip hop uh, much earlier than that. Um, uh, thankfully, uh, for a lot of people, you know, their their memories of the early days of hip hop are or what mine are because I, I got to be there pretty much at the beginning. I, I didn't grow up in the Bronx and I, I uh, you know, I didn't meet cool Herc until I moved to, to Brooklyn in 2006. So, uh, but you know, an African Babata and all the Bronx, um, you know, block parties that, that gave birth, um, you know, to hip hop. But I did, uh, you know, I did get to hear, you know, the sugar Hill gang, you know, at the time when they, when that single just first came out and, um, I had all the run DMC records, including the first one, just a few short weeks after it came out. I remember when Rockbox was the first single off that, that record. And, um, like any kid, I was into what eight year, nine year old kids would have been into at that time. And so hearing this whole new thing was just amazing. And so it set me on this path, this lifelong path of being, a just a, a student of hip hop my entire life. And, um, you know, I discovered soon after like Houdini and, you know, the Treacherous Three and obviously Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And um, and then obviously, you know, Public Enemy. And probably, you know, it's so funny because it's like, you know, when people think about what kind of music that I, I'm into or when I talk with my friends and stuff, it's it's such a, a wide dynamic because I'm, you know, very into metal. I just mentioned Lemmy and Motorhead. And, uh, but it's funny when I find myself you know, around the house, uh, cleaning or in the shower, whatever. And I'm in the mood to listen to music in my car or whatever. I, it seems I always predominantly go to this really fun time in popular music that is late eighties and very early nineties. Um, I would say like 88 to 91, 92, and for me, there is nothing more fun than that era of hip hop and R&B and what they were calling freestyle at the time. I think of freestyle, I think of somebody freestyle rapping. But in this case, we're talking about, you know, like Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam and all those fun records that came out uh, around that time with um, what's, uh, gosh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, uh, you know, um, oh gosh, Pebbles and, you know, and. And all that stuff, uh, expose and all those great artists. So, um, and that was around the time that you know MTV Raps um, was airing on, on, on was on air and very weekly. And man, that was I loved. I loved that that Chuck D from Public Enemy always referred to you know MTV Raps as the CNN of hip hop, uh, which you know is perfect. But and Naughty by Nature were right dead in the center of that. And just exploded. I remember around that time, every third video, not just on Yo MTV Raps, but on MTV, you know, total, uh, was the OPP video. Uh, and I just, when I think of that time, I think of them, and I think of Heavy D and the Boys, and I think of a tribe called Quest. And 1991 was such a, a just a prolific and just unforgettable uh, watershed year 
um, for that music that did change music period. Like I said, uh, Tribe Called Quest is low end theory, 91. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, Naughty by Nature, uh, there was a whole collective up there in New York called Native Tongues that included, uh, you know, Queen Latifah and a bunch of other great, great artists. If you really want to get into it, check out and look up Native Tongues, the the, the hip hop collective from that time. But but yeah, I, I'll I'll uh, there's a great uh, I want to give a shout out. There's a great hip hop station an indie station uh, here in Dallas, Texas called 94.5 The Boom, and they're one of those great stations that's untouched by Clear Channel and they can play whatever they want. And I'll get in my car, and it's insane how I'll hear everything from like the artists that I've already mentioned to to even more obscure artists. I think I even heard Nucleus the other day jam on it and all that. So, um, so for me, a a lifelong uh, fan of hip hop and, and, and specifically and particularly these guys, uh, what a great treat for me to be able to have uh, been able to sit down and talk with them. Uh, so first, what I'm going to do is is that I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play um, a vanity track for you. And I know it's Captain Obvious because uh, I wanted to play something, um, and maybe I will. But I will go ahead and, and, and start uh, with her biggest hit, Nasty Girl, uh, with Vanity. And uh, Vanity, we love you, and rest in peace. Oh, little nasty world Tonight, don't you want to come with me? 
Vanity uh, with Nasty Girl. Man, I have so many memories of hearing that song throughout the years. Uh, probably one of my favorites is it, I'm uh, speaking of the 80s, uh, who doesn't love the movie Beverly Hills Cop with, uh, with Eddie Murphy? There's that amazing, it just shapes and frames this scene. It's a great scene anyway, but if you, uh, without giving anything away for those who haven't seen it, who I can't imagine if you're listening to this show, you haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, and if you haven't, I insist um that you do. And then, uh, anyway, uh, but there's a great scene where, uh, Eddie Murphy is, uh, the cop Axel Foley, uh, foils this crime at this uh, strip club. That was, um, used to be a club called a music club called Safari Sam's that they had turned into a strip club for that scene. And, uh, Safari Sam's is no longer there. It's used to be up the hill there and in, in, in the Hollywood, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. But, uh, anyway, so anyway, vanity rest in peace. Um, again, I'm, you know, I'm, so sad that uh, that have heard that. Um, if you remember the movie uh, that she was in with Gene Simmons, and I think it was John Stamos's first first film, and Gene Simmons from Kiss played a villainous uh, hermaphrodite, <laughs> and uh, I forget what it's called. It's called like Never Too Young or something like that. But if you if you've seen it and you remember it, uh, hit me up on Twitter. At, uh, at Tricky Kid uh, and the number two, just at symbol T R I C K Y K I D and the number two. Uh, lots of lots more stuff to get to here, uh, but uh, the main thing I wanted to talk about was um, now with you know, talking about Naughty by Nature was uh, I can't get over how great their show was. The um, I've been wanting to see them for a long time, and for whatever reason, I was. You know, I've spent a lot of time on the road myself, and they were always uh, a city or two behind me. Uh, so uh, I, I was very excited to, to get to have seen them, and they killed. They they totally killed. So what I want to do now is that I want to play you uh, the newest song that they've got. It's called God Is Us, and it's from their forthcoming album that will be uh, released uh, sometime this, uh, in the fall. Like I so said, they've got a, a great Kickstarter program that you should really look into so that you can uh, contribute. They're, they're going to be offering a lot of really neat stuff um, for their, 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 their crowdfunding. I think um, uh, backers are offered all kinds of limited edition rewards. There's Just besides like the typical like Simon memorabilia, you're going to get to spend a day in the studio with them. You get to have dinner with them if you want, uh, parting on stage, uh, the whole bit. So – and uh, – it was so great to see them, you know, join back up, of course, with, with Queen Latifah. Uh, I'm going to play this song, God Is Us, but I also want you to check out the video. Uh, the video is so amazing. It's shot so gorgeous. It was uh, it was shot in L.A. by uh, by Itchy House, who I think Itchy House is also going to be the ones that are doing the documentary. Uh, there's going to be also a Naughty by Nature documentary coming out later this year. So they have a lot of activity uh, coming. And so... Uh, this is the, the brand new song from Naughty by Nature. This is God is Us. We're on a small planet with big problems. No matter what race or religion, we need to react as one tribe. 
The future is in our hands. God may not come when you call him, but he's always on time. We're in an era where we need to protect our seeds and our foundations. God is us.
Good night with God is us uh, from Naughty by Nature uh, featuring Queen Latifah. Uh, definitely check out that video. It is so gorgeous. It's amazing. Uh, and that's from Itchy House Films there. Okay, so before we get to the interview here, a couple more things I wanted to mention. I got to, uh, to plug a few different things. Uh, one is I uh, just got back from Comic-Con. And uh, I wanted to mention a few other uh, appearances where you can see me. Um, coming up June 3rd to the 5th at the, uh, the Dallas Comic-Con, I'll be there. We'll be doing the show. Uh, a bunch of other different great things happening. Met some great, great, great people. Uh, I have some great artists and uh, celebrities and actors that are going to be coming up that uh, I can't tell you about yet, but I'm, I'm dying to tell you. But uh, definitely stay tuned uh, You know, each week. If you aren't a subscriber yet, all you have to do, because this show is free, all you got to do is just go to iTunes, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, and then click subscribe. Done. It'll be in your iTunes or however you consume music uh, every Wednesday. Um, We do appreciate, you know, the occasional patronage. Uh, Speaking of hip hop, uh, I'm excited that Straight Outta Compton, that movie is a finally coming out on DVD. What an amazing film. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. And if you'll use the Amazon links um, that we have at trickykid.com, that's www.trickyhyphenkid.com. Use that Amazon link to buy uh, your copy of Straight Outta Compton and uh, they'll, you know, throw a couple bucks back my way and to kind of keep the lights on here in the studio. Uh, And also in terms of appearances, if you have not uh, booked your room yet for fans of the eighties of wrestling and everything else, who doesn't remember glow the gorgeous ladies of wrestling? Well, one of the cool things uh, lately that a lot of people have been doing to kind of be able to unite with their fans is they've been booking cruises and inviting their fans to come along. And that's exactly what's going to be happening. Uh, it's going to be May 22nd. It's going to depart out of uh, Santa Barbara in California, out to Catalina Island, and it's going to be the Afterglow uh, fan cruise with the original Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Uh, Matilda the Hun, Roxy Astor, uh, Hollywood, Little Egypt. Uh, I mean, and I, God, those, I was such a huge fan of those girls um, and watched them every weekend uh, whenever I was younger, and so for me to be a part of this has been a, a, a real treat and a real honor to be part of this. So um, me and Eileen MTV O'Hara, remember she was the girl that wrestled as MTV. We're going to be throwing the, the baddest, most awesome 80s disco, the final night of the cruise. Uh, and I will be in my alter ego, DJ Tricky Kid will be um, uh, on the wheels of steel, as they say, um, bringing you all that all that good fun. But I also will be doing the podcast uh, live on the boat with two different glow girls every single day of the cruise, except for the excursion day in front of a, a you know, live studio audience. So if you come on the cruise, you get to actually be a part of this podcast and ask questions and, uh, directly to me, directly to the glow girls. Uh, it's going to be a great, great fun. Um, what you need to do is go to cruise planners. Uh, and, uh, and also you can see the links that are on my website. Um, but, uh, go to afterglowatsea.com. Uh, if you go to Facebook and type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, uh, you'll see all the information there uh, where you can sign up. And the cool thing is, is, is if you sign up and use the uh, the, the code Tricky Kid, 
you'll get a discount and they'll be able to confirm your room. And they are going quick because this has never happened before. And hopefully it'll be something we'll get to do again. But um, but who knows? So do not hesitate. It is cruise season. Uh, book your room today for the Afterglow uh, fan party cruise to, to meet me and all the original Glow Girls. And we're going to have a, a great, great, great time. Um, and while I'm uh, also doing shout-outs, I, uh, I DJed a, a great fashion event over this past weekend in DeSoto, Texas, and wanted to, wanted to thank uh, the people there for, for having me. To, uh, Renee Teague and, uh, put on a, uh, a great production, and uh, there was so much talent there, and I was very, very um, honored to, uh, to be a part of it. It was to benefit uh, the DeSoto High School's um, men's mentoring program. So uh, if you want to get on the Googles and, and look that up and, and find out a way to contribute or be a part of that, uh, it's a great organization. It keeps uh, youthful uh, people from uh, kind of going down the wrong paths and kind of giving them an alternative. And so uh, uh, very honored to be part of that. If you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or you're planning on coming, speaking of wrestling, um, for WrestleMania week, um, in April uh, or at the end of uh, end of March uh, into April there, um, the NWA chapter here, which is IHWE, look them up on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, they're having an amazing event, March 31st in Fort Worth at the Ridgely Theater. Uh, my man Jim Cornette is going to be there uh, with a lot of great stars, and you don't have to worry about competing with all the other events that are happening because it's happening on that Thursday, the 31st. And I think most of, of all the other events begin on that Friday with the big show happening on um, on Sunday, of course, uh, the WrestleMania. But, yeah, go to IHWE uh, Wrestling and uh, get your tickets for that. It's going to be a great event. I'm going to be there. A lot of the older wrestlers, newer wrestlers, It's uh, he puts on a uh, – they put on a great show out there. And I've gone to their events before. So, And we're actually going to have um, the commissioner of IHWE, David Fuller, is going to be – he is a guest I can tell you about. He's going to be – uh, on the show coming up and the weeks leading up to uh, to his big event on during WrestleMania week. And one last plug I wanted to say was whenever uh, I got to the Southside Music Hall for the Naughty by Nature show, uh, where they just, again, just annihilated the place uh, right after uh, as I was waiting for um, for Tretch and, and, the, and, the, and Vin and, and, the, and DJ KG to they were doing a really great um, meet and greet with the fans. Before we could do the interview, um, a, a fan—I mean, I'm sorry—a friend of theirs uh, is a girl named Jen Lee, uh, and Jen Lee uh, just kind of kept me company while I was waiting uh, for them to, to to finish up so we could do the interview, and ended up having the greatest conversation. Uh, she's a remarkable woman. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed speaking with with, with Jen. And like I said, she's a great friend of the um, of, of Naughty by Nature's and, and that whole group and everything else. And I just I wanted to say thank you to Jen um, publicly because uh, I really, like I said, we could have talked uh, all day. And um, and I had never I hadn't met Naughty by Nature yet, so uh, you know it really kind of broke the ice for me and was able to really contribute to me us having a really good time and everything else. But uh, she's awesome. Uh, Jen, uh, big shout out to you and I hope to see you soon. Uh, so anyway, so without any further ado, it is my honor and privilege, uh, to present this interview to you. Um, this is Naughty by Nature, all three members, Tretch, Vinrock, DJ KG. Enjoy. Well, hey, listen, we, this week we've got 
hip-hop legends Naughty by Nature, uh, celebrating 25 years of hip-hop, who just annihilated the uh, Southside Ballroom here in, uh, in Dallas, Texas. Congratulations on 25 years of hip-hop. Yes, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Now, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about besides just 25 years. You guys have, have a new record coming out, mm-hmm. and you did it kind of interesting. You you did it through uh, crowdfunding. What's that been like for you guys so far? Yeah, the Kickstarter. Right. I mean, it's all like really like, you know, we're in a hip-hop game where you're in a new artist game. Mm-hmm. So they always tell you after you've been in the game so long that, you need to probably retire or let everybody <laughs> sure. through. So, you know, when it goes like that, your numbers go down as far as, like, labels and everything else that want to invest in you and everything else. But for 25 years, our fans have always been there. Yeah. Whether it was from the shows, whether it was from when social media came all in about letting us know we need more music from y'all and everything else. And we're doing so much other stuff and everything. It's like, all right, well... We hear about this Kickstarter thing and everything else. Let's see if the fans really want us to come back because, I mean, we'll do it as an independent sure. project ourselves just right. to give them the new music. It yeah. won't be on no major label or anything like that. But if the fans invest in it, we're going to give it to them. And the response has been crazy. Yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. But now think about how great that is for the fans, though, too. Could you imagine, like we're about the same age, could you imagine back in the 80s if Prince wanted to make a, a record and, you know, how could you... Bring you out they and make you it, invest yeah. in something to yeah. do it or run MC <laughs> or LL or, and it was no yeah. labels like, yeah. yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Because just part of the crowdfunding thing is that, you know, you make them a part of the, the experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and that's what it's about. It's yeah. more than just, even with, you know, with the crowdfunding or with a Kickstarter, it's not just about an album. It's about an experience. They have Absolutely, sure. packages and different experiences, especially with our Kickstarter, Naughty by Nature's, that they can buy into, whether it's to being in a video, whether it's to being on the album, whether it's buying special 25th anniversary hoodies or T-shirts or yeah. hats. They can buy a special silver version of our debut um, Naughty My Nature right. album. But besides merchandise, though, it's, it's something you can't really buy. It's it's this no. very intangible thing exactly. where you're part of the experience. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. You yeah. know, yeah. Everything you can even buy your way into our listening party. Yeah. There's a lot of different experiences you can do and you can you can experience with us that you can normally, normally you can't do and you can't right. buy. And think, think about how that puts the power back into the artist's hands. Yeah. Well, it puts the power, the real relationship is between the artists and the fans anyway, you know what I mean? And even if a label is involved, it's the fans who power everything. Well, yeah, because the label was the bank, if they're no longer the bank, and the fans are actually the the bank that are kind of financially funding it, Exactly. then you get to give them something directly. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I mean, could you imagine, like, hey, support... My new album, Purple Rain, we'll get to go to dinner. So, you know, could you imagine? And hang out. Yeah, and, as a fan yeah, and all that. That's right. And that's actually one of the experiences on our Kickstarter. Is yeah. actually to go have dinner with you guys. Yeah, have dinner. <laughs> Personal dinner with us. See, do you Personal want a shirt dinners. or do you want to go have a meal? It's so yeah. cool, man. Yeah. What, what is the and name And a lot of, of people, like, 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 just so we clarify with a lot of people, because a lot of people are just thinking, like, oh, why is Naughty after all this long? You know, it's pitiful that you guys are, are begging for money or asking people to pay for your album. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's an experience. Sure. That's what it's about. Having an experience and being able to do the things with, like we right. just talked about. And, and and people are so ignorant to the fact of it. It's what's the difference if you go to Best Buy and pre-order somebody's album that's on a record label? 
Absolutely. Or if you go to Apple and pre-order somebody's album that's coming out. Sure. It's nothing any different. The difference is, is actually ours is better because you can buy an experience mm -hmm. with us as long, with, along with that pre-order and that package. But you can't do that with nobody else's album on a record label. Well, w was there any, that kind of trepidation like you were saying? Was it like, oh, God, I don't want to have to ask. No. Or, was there any? No, like, there no not be, at all. Not at I mean, all. It's just so successful with that, you know? Yeah. It's just the fans. Some of the fans yeah. are ignorant to the fact that they just don't know about it. They don't yeah. know about it. I made an independent film last year that was crowdfunded, you know, yeah. and I made them a part of the experience, brought right. them on set, everything else, and we wouldn't have been able to do without it. So I, you know, if you want to do art, I, make them a part of it. I think it's great. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now does, does the album have, an, have a name yet? The, no, the no, it's untitled. Okay. And then is there an estimated release date at any, at any time? Well, um, for the Kickstarters, deliverable. Uh, by October of this year. Okay. okay. We, we can get it in way before that. Right. Because it's an EP. We'll record an album, but, you know, we'll probably break it up into two EPs. Okay. And plus the way it works is you actually have to, you have to actually finish the yeah. campaign yeah. and then everything goes from there. Okay. Because I did Indiegogo. It was a little different than Kickstarter. There's, there's variations of different crowdfunding, but it's interesting to, to know that. Yeah, so we're going to have, have like, we're going to have unreleased and videos out for different songs just like now we have like Queen Latifah featured on God right. Us and everything else so it's like they're going to be seeing we're going to give them pregame and appetizers <laughs> right right the main kind, of, kind of the appetizer. Them know so what was it like working with Queen Latifah again it's good to see her out doing things again usually great man that's our sis right there yeah. like anytime we need her for anything or anything that's going on she always wants to be a part of it so once we was putting this together and everything else she just was like you know what? All right, y'all doing it? Just come out to LA then and shoot it. And now right that, that made everyone want to hear some more uh, lyrics from Latifah. Right. They're like, oh man, you want her to spit on this? <laughs> so I mean, so it kind of maybe energized her to kind of you know do music yeah, a little bit more as well. That's always there. Latifah's a given. We what? really never put out an album without having Queen on it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So this is a lot of ambition this year. I mean, you guys are also, I saw the guy on stage filming. He's, talk about this documentary. Yeah. Well, right now, um, we're partnering, actually, with uh, Flavor Unit and okay, Latif. Uh, they're going to partner with us on our 25th anniversary documentary. Okay. Uh, we have a, um, we've been talking to Judy 3, uh, Quincy Jones' son, because he's done a couple of projects with Flavor Unit, so we're looking at him to produce and direct with okay. us. And um, yeah, we're gonna knock it out. And and along the way, on top of the stock archive footage we have, we've been capturing footage here along the way, and then you know we'll finish it up. Sure. So where where is all this coming from? I mean, like I said, I know you guys for a while. You know, you all had different projects, and you know there was some times where uh, Naughty by Nature really wasn't maybe the focus in your professional lives, but now. It seems to be, you guys are going to be firing on all cylinders like never well, it, before. It, it, Where's it that's, coming from? That's what happens when you come out the box. You identify, first and foremost, establishing yourself as a group. Yeah. And then you identify individual talents. And, you know, just for the sake of diversity. I mean, with Tretch doing films and KG right. with the record label producing other artists. Myself with, the, uh, you know, just with the merchandise and all sure. the business ventures. You know, this is what you do organically. Right, of course. You you find different things, and then at the end of the day, next thing you know, you're banging out. You, you got 10, <laughs> 15 years later. Yeah. Then you come up on an earmark, like a 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. You kind of bring it all back together. 
So is that was that kind of the thing too? Was like we knew it was coming and we wanted to do something kind of special for that. Definitely. I mean, we had even from the twentieth year anniversary and everything else. We always knowing that it's like these are these are these are like landmark times sure, and, and, sure. and stuff that's going on. So just to give back to the fans and everything else, we we definitely had that in tune to do it. I mean, you never know how long you're gonna be a deal. But one thing with Naughty, even with separate projects that we was doing. We basically, one way or the other, stayed on the road for yeah. 25 years, seeing the fans, was in touch with them, sure, knowing, sure. hearing them. When you go personal town to town, you really know what your fan base is and what they want. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, it's your fans and your friends who remind you of these earmarks. You know, we're kind of living it. Bit, yeah, right? we, we live it. So... As we're pursuing and we kind of have the blinders on, and then people come up, it's like, yo, I remember even one of our guys, uh, Vader, who shot a lot of our Naughty TV clips for YouTube, he's the guy who made us realize, you know, Naughty was the first ones to win a Grammy for best rap album mm -hmm. for a group. And we were like, oh, we never knew that. I was gonna actually gonna, gonna mention that. It, you know, for, for somebody that, people that have been trying to put this together for so long and you know, you have your own sense of validation. Winning that Grammy and being the first one to do it, talk about that a little bit. I mean, it was bittersweet, you know? We got it and love it. Yeah, of course. Because who, how many people could say they got a Grammy? Right. But our shit wasn't even televised, you feel me? It was well, like yeah. that part of it. It was, oh, still, yeah. it was still kind of... Yeah, you found out about it if you yeah. found out. But it wasn't like we was on stage to thank our mothers and, and family and friends and everybody who, that we love for having us and giving us the opportunity right. to be there and everything else. So, I mean, it was like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, but isn't that, that kind of like a, there's some pride in having that, that pioneering thing because this is way before Grandmaster Flash is in the Rock Girl Hall of Fame mm -hmm. run right. DMC. And, mm -hmm. So, you know, you guys... But again, we, we didn't realize that we were the first rap group, you know, to, right. to, to win a Grammy. Oh, you didn't know it at the time? You, you weren't aware we of it? We didn't realize it. Okay. We won a Grammy. We just thought it was for the best album at that time. Right. But it was the best album by a rap group. So, you know, it, and again, it was one of our fan-type friends who, you know, made us realize that. And again, a lot of times, man, when you put on the blinders and yeah, sure. you're just banging it out, next thing you know, it's 25 years later. <laughs> or, right. You know, even as we were going, next thing you know, people are calling you legends or icons and right. stuff like that. It's like, where did that come from? You know, we just live it. Sure, of course. But when you look back on 25 years, like what is, I mean, all the shows and all the, you know, everything else, all the records and everything else and the personal experiences, what is the thing you think of? Like... What is what is the like the knee jerk reaction when someone says you've been doing this for twenty five years? What is the first thing you think of? The beginning, the beginning, early days. I think Jeez. of right the pursuit of the happiness. Yeah. I think of our early days in high school, our first talent show. I think of our first group we were called the New Style. You know, those right. were some of the most innocent, organic, the yeah, most sure. hungry, the Fun. most focused <laughs> days. You know, and it was just the pursuit of happiness and and to, you know, finally get put on. It's like, those those are the best days to me. Well, I think you always kind of go back to the first things that kind of turned you on the first time. Because that's kind of what shapes you. So, still doing it now, what do you think inspires you now? I mean, just basically still being here, man. You gotta realize we come from an era, man, like, 
people don't know behind the scenes. Like we have to, we have to fight our ways through town sometimes, just for being successful, just for having haters, just for motherfuckers like where y'all from, and boom, 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 and then you know you had those like Pac and Big that you know was friends and family of us that end up just going, and it's like yo, what the fuck? Like we get off the streets and we think that we bettered ourselves, but then you come into an industry where you could still get murdered. And killed him, like, what are we here for? So it ended up being inspiration. Like, we must be here for a reason. Sure. That we still here and respect it and move on until we not no more. But we must definitely be here for a reason. Absolutely. And, and I think, um, you know, what, what part of what inspires me right now is that we look at the game right now, you know. You have the few elements and the few record labels and the few artists who are on those record labels, but now you have this whole indie side of it and you have the technology. So sure. it's kind of like, show what you know. And what's exciting to me is the fact that now we're independent artists, but we are known for being talented. We're known for having one of the liveest stage shows in hip-hop. And <coughs> when we came up, we came up in an era where it was all about being original. It was all about skill sets and all of that. So to me, what's exciting about moving forward is using the technology, having an established fan base, and going out here and showing not only our peers how to survive and exist, sure. but to be leaders of the independent school now. And along with these younger artists who are out there, kind of just compete with everybody and, and teach everybody how to survive. Fantastic. Well, final, any final thoughts here? I just, um, you know, personally, and, and I'm sure the rest of my guys will, will agree, uh, come on, man, we got to thank all of these people <laughs> for over 25 years for all the love and support, man, because we don't have to be here. And like Trek says, man, 25 years later, and if we count the new style days it's sure. over 30 years of us doing this man there's a reason why we're here and we look at it now we're 45 years old 46 years old we've literally been doing this together since like 85 86 this is most of our lives and you know participating in hip-hop in general is like 11 12 years old so hip-hop is our lives and we basically sacrifice our lives for hip-hop as well as, you know, hip-hop gave us a life. So, come on, you got to be blessed. You got to bow down and just count your blessings. Tretching, final thoughts there? Yeah, just we love y'all, man. We've been here. I mean, we're going to be here until a higher power <laughs> takes us and tells us not to. And just with our social media, from me on uh, Instagram, Illtown Inc., and uh, Twitter, Trick or Tretch, and then yeah. let you know his schedule just to put it out so everybody knows. Yeah, you have to plug this. Where, where can they find you on social media? Exactly. Right, exactly. So um, my Instagram is at Uncle Ben Rock, and then I'm in the uh, at Naughty by Nature Twitter. Then we have uh, Facebook.com slash Naughty by Nature. We have our YouTube.com slash Naughty by Nature. And our main website is Naughty by Nature.com. DJ, you have? Yes, I'm on KGMBN on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Thanks as somebody who has followed you on a personal note, who has followed your career for probably most of it, if not all of it, uh, what a pleasure to be able to 
sit down and have a conversation with you guys. I want to thank Naughty by Nature, legends of hip hop. Go see, go see this tour. It's unbelievable how yeah, much baby. ass you guys are kicking uh, and still doing it. And, and what a what a what a great pleasure to be able to see this. So much to look forward to. New Naughty by Nature record yeah. documentary coming out. Yeah. Check it out. Thanks yeah, again. So support that Kickstarter too. And we'll see you next week. All right. Want to thank my guest this week, uh, hip hop legends Naughty by Nature. Uh, what a great time I, I had with those guys. So fortunate and so so grateful that I got a chance to speak with those guys. And I uh, definitely look for all the different things they've got going on this year because, like I said, this tour is great. Uh, they're kicking so much ass. Um, again, celebrating 25 years. Um, as you heard in the interview, they have that Kickstarter. So definitely look that up and make a contribution to that. They have all kinds of neat things that you can do. What a neat time to be a, a fan of music is now with this crowdsourcing thing, like I mentioned in the interview, could you imagine 10, 15 years ago where some of the greatest albums that have ever been made, like going to have dinner with you know Bob Dylan or the Beatles and that sort of thing. And of course, all that wasn't available then, but, but it is now. So uh, check out Naughty by Nature's uh, Kickstarter uh, check out the, again the uh, the video for God Is Us made by Itchy House with uh, with Queen Latifah, and um, and again there's going to be a documentary coming out with them later later in this year. Uh, also wanted to thank uh, Coop, uh, their their tour manager, for uh, making all this happen and connecting me with uh, with Tretch and Vin Rock and uh, DJ KG and and all that. And so uh, I'm going to leave you with this one here. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show that, you know, we lost um, Prince protege uh, vanity this week. And I, uh, I was captain obvious and played her most, you know, most popular hit nasty girl at the top of the show. But I'm going to leave you with this one here. This is actually the third track from, from vanity six. It's called drive me wild. Believe it or not, nasty girl actually was not the first single. It actually was a song called he's so dull, but the track was actually very dull. <laughs> And uh, it didn't really take off. It wasn't until Nasty Girl took off and was, uh, again, like I said, featured in several movies. And then later on, like I mentioned, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. But uh, this is Drive Me Wild. This is from, from Vanity 6. And we wanted to say rest in peace to her. Again, thanks to my guest, uh, Naughty by Nature. Uh, again, if you haven't subscribed, just go to iTunes uh, and just type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Click the subscribe button. Uh, the show is totally free. It will automatically pop up into uh, your iTunes every Wednesday. And um, check us out at uh, www.trickykid.com. That's T-R-I-C-K-Y hyphen K-I-D.com. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at TrickyKid in the number two. And I'll give you a lot of a lot of different updates. And, and you also can find us on Facebook. Uh, so once again, thank you for listening to Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. We'll see you next week.